Irvine Performance Cooperative presents Miranda Act 1, Scene 3 Motel Lobby Young Miranda is sitting on the floor reading a book about gravitational relativity. Miranda enters, wearing a swimsuit. She goes to each window and opens them, letting the rain and the wind in. She doesn't bother turning on any of the lights. She drags one of the chairs to the front-facing window, sitting down on it and putting her face up to the wind. She closes her eyes. Young Miranda and Miranda cannot see or hear each other. Equivalence because a stationary G-pole is the same as an acceleration G in empty space. Not anymore, I don't think. R mu nu minus half G constant mu nu times R reachy minus half metric times curvature. Oh, no, 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 not, not G constant. G constant doesn't come till later. Ricci minus half metric times curvature add metric times cosmological constant. No, 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 no. So, so it's just made up words, made up human placeholders for force. R mu nu minus half g mu nu times r plus g mu nu times lambda is it is 8 pi g constant over speed of light by stress energy momentum tensor, which is 10, 10, 10 ways, 10 different ways, 10 different ways I can, I can get out, I can get back, I can get back on 10 different roads. But it doesn't balance anymore. 10 broken roads, 10 roads with a tree growing right in the middle and everything's just going to drift down here. Grayson enters, seeing his mother muttering to herself out the window. Young Miranda closes her book and leaves. Quoted Einstein to me like I was a bear. I tried to tell him what he already knew, but he couldn't see past his machines to observe the obvious. How's it going, Ma? Miranda jumps about a mile. She looks back at her son. What? <laughs> I just thought... You know, I just thought you might like some company. When have I ever wanted company? Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, sorry about before, Mom. Before what? Yeah, all right. Grayson turns on a number of lights and goes to the lobby computer. He tries to get online. The lights surge and the connection isn't working. Damn, what is that? It doesn't work anymore, Gray. Well, it's not going to work. The internet. It won't work. It's just slow. No, because all your digital instruments were calculated to 9.8 meters per second, and that's not the right number anymore. Grayson pauses, trying to recall this particular equation. Uh, gravity, right? Yes. 9.8 meters per second. The force of gravity on the internet. GPS! What? What do you think GPS does, Gray? Okay, Mom. Grayson turns the computer off. He's not getting any work done anyway. 
r mu nu minus half g mu nu times r plus g mu nu times lambda, and that's 10. That makes 10, 16, but 10 if you don't count the duplicates. But Mom, um, who are you? Uh, who are you talking about? What? Just now. When I came in, uh, who are you talking about? Dad? Were you talking about Dad? Who? Uh, Dad. John. My father. No, I wasn't talking about John. Okay. Well, I thought it was about Dad. Who? Dad. Dad, do you not remember? Miranda turns around and stares at Grayson. Of course I remember my husband. Do you think I'm crazy? Okay. Miranda looks at Grayson, a little unsure of the next step. Is there something you'd like to um, talk about your father? Uh, what? What? Well... What? I don't know. I, no, I... I just... I came in, and I heard you talking about someone. You said he, and I... I just thought that... I thought that you were talking about when dad sent um thought you were talking about dad you brought up your father yes i know mom it was because i heard you talking about someone when right now i wasn't talking about anyone just now i wasn't talking about anyone I, okay grayson takes a really deep breath he sits down behind the computer so hot I miss the dark cold. Yeah, well, I'm surprised you haven't fucking frozen by now. You miss your father. What? I... <clears throat> well, I mean, sure I do, Mom, don't you? <laughs> I'm hot. I'm too hot. I want to go home. Take me home. Take me home. Take me home, Gray. Mom, I wanna go stop home. freaking out, Mom. I wanna Mom. go home. I just need to go home. Let's you do the exercise, take me Mom. Home. Take me home, please. Someone take me home. Do you remember Dr. Myers' exercise? Dr. Myers is Dr. Quack. No, he's not. Let's do it. Come on. No! Your name is Miranda. You were born in Potsdam, New York. You live on 118 North State Road. I was not born in New York. You were born in Potsdam, New York to Norman and Ann Williams. You got married. I was not born in New York. You were born in Potsdam, New York to Norman and Ann Williams and you live I on... wasn't born in New York! Well then where were you born? In the dark. In the cold dark. Pulling and pushing and pulling and pushing together out and in and exploding and coming back together again. I'm so hot, Grayson. I'm so hot. I just want to go home. Fine, go home then. I can't. I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. <laughs> Grayson watches his mother. He takes a very deep breath. Sorry you can't figure this one out, Mom. <laughs> must be hard to not figure it out. Sorry. Just as quickly as she starts, 
Miranda stops crying. She stares out the window. Feeling better? Are you finished, Mom? We've got customers. <laughs> Crazy Grayson, I saw them. Great. Well, they don't really have anywhere to be right now. They're carless, and I invited them for dinner. They seem unhappy. Uh, okay. I, I don't think you can necessarily judge something like that. Like all humans. Grayson rolls his eyes dramatically. Okay. Sure, Mom. You are attracted to the girl one. What? You'd like to have sexual intercourse with that girl. Jesus, Mom, no. That's not why I invited them for dinner. You should be having more sexual intercourse, I suppose. Isn't that what grown human men do? Fucking Christ alive, Mom. Will you stop? Can we focus, please? I invited them for dinner because we... We gotta be good to customers. They tell their friends about... It's word of mouth. Ah, ah, word of mouth. Sure. Word of mouth. Mom, they're coming here. To the lobby. For dinner. I think I know where you're going with I, this. You know, I've asked you a thousand times before. I know where you're going, and... Mom. I'm not... I'm not changing! You are wearing a swimsuit in November... We have talked about this. I finally got comfortable. You're an old lady in a swimsuit. I told you, boy, I'm not changing. All right, then. Grayson stomps to the back door. Hope you know you're going to freeze to death, you lunatic. He exits and slams the door behind him. Well, at least I'd be frozen again. And I am not a lunatic. As Miranda shouts that last defense, young Grayson enters. He has a bouncy ball. He throws it against the motel wall and catches it. Throws it, catches it. The lights bend and surge. Miranda looks up at the light. Grayson! Shit. Young Grayson bolts out the front door. From the back door, middle Miranda enters. She takes a quick look around, can't find her son, then leaves. Miranda gets up, walking slowly to the back door. With every footfall, the lights bend brighter and brighter. She's at the back door looking out when it opens all of a sudden and Grayson walks in, holding a large pot filled with food, wooden spoons sticking out. The lights snap back to normal. Grayson stares at his mother with unease. What? Stationary G-pole calculations are off. Can't get home until I figure it out. Miranda exits, leaving the back door open behind her. Grayson gapes, totally thrown off. Mom, you're going to fucking freeze. What's G-pole? God damn it. It is shit like this that made dad commit you. You fucking crazy. The front door opens and May and Hal walk in. Grayson stops in the middle and sees uh, the two of them. I mean, I... Hal turns directly to May. Come in, come in. I'm sorry about that. I... Mm... May and Hal come in slowly and sit in the chairs around the coffee table. Grayson puts down the pot of food. Thank you so, so much for inviting us to dinner. I didn't realize you guys served meals here. Well, when people need it, we do. Is there any takeout in town? How? Well, there's a uh, Chinese place about 20 minutes south of here, but you don't want to go there. Makes everyone sick. Plus, you don't have a car. Plus, I'm... Sure, you've had better Chinese food than that where you're from, right? Excuse me? Oh, shit. I forgot plates. Grayson exits. May rounds on Hal. 
You're goading. You just want him to be an ass. He thinks you're an immigrant. Will you let me worry about my own shit? He said he's pretty sure you'd had better Chinese food than... This is going to be a long three days. Oh, is Tuesday only three days away? I thought we were here until we were here. Tuesday be damned. The front door bursts open and Miranda enters. Oh! Oh! It's you. Miranda, still in her swimsuit, dripping from the rain, walks over to her chair facing the front window. It's positioned at an awkward angle, and her back is to both May and Hal. Um, ma'am? Uh, do you want some food? Don't eat food. Where'd you learn that trick? Shh! I am trying to concentrate. On what? Marish. On getting home. Aren't you already? I... I don't belong here. You and me both. How? Grayson re-enters with plastic plates and plastic forks. He sees his mother and stares. I... Okay. Hi, Mom. Are you... Are you going to eat with us? She doesn't eat food. I don't eat food. Okay. Right. Grayson stands anxiously, watching his mother and his guests. May watches Grayson. It's okay, Grayson. We really don't mind. What? You know, it's fine by us. What's fine by you? We don't mind if she joins us. Why would you mind if she joined us? We... We don't. Can I help you with anything? Uh, sure. Uh, thanks. May gets up and takes the plates and forks from Grayson's hands. Without having anything else to do, Grayson sits down, still watching his mother. She's not doing too hot, is she? Uh, dementia, huh? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, help yourselves to some pasta salad. Oh. Oh, no. What? Actually, it's, um... Hal doesn't eat gluten. Ah, oh, shucks. Gluten? It's what's in wheat. Uh, now I know that. He knows that, May. Wow, uh, so, must be a city allergy. What? You're not gonna find anyone up here allergic to bread. Actually, it's like a whole real thing. It's called celiac. It's an inflammatory immune reaction to gluten. Makes your stomach lining unhappy. You got celiac? No. I'm just gluten intolerant. And that's not the same thing. Like I said, you won't find anyone up here allergic to bread. <laughs> he doesn't like you very much. Everyone turns to look at Miranda. You comfortable enough over there, Mom? Miranda looks at Grayson and points at Hal. Him. He doesn't like you very much. Oh. I. No, 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 no. I just honestly can't eat gluten. You, you know what? It's fine. I can just... Figure it out. We'll order in or something, May, right? You can eat with your mom, Grayson. Sorry to, to bring you out here in the rain. Well, I'm not gluten intolerant. Sure. It was so nice of you to invite us over to eat. I mean, really, just really nice. Like, I will definitely have a little bit of pasta. And, and then Hal and I can order something else a little later. Oh, no, May. You're hungry. Eat some pasta. Just for a little bit, Hallie, and then we can get something delivered. Please don't worry about me. I'm fine. Sure, you're fine. Yep. Yep, totally fine. I'll just just turn on the TV here. Hal turns on the television. And watch some colorful local television. Since we all know that I really love local television. Don't turn on the TV. Oh, I'm fine. It's not going to your work. TV doesn't work. Turn it off, Hallie. Hal turns it off. 
He's a hot mess tonight. Don't mind him. Not enough weed in the world to chill him out. How'd you do meet? We went to high school together. We go on a road trip once a year, and this time it was Lower Ontario and Quebec. Cheaper to do Canada right now. Where do y'all live now? I live in New York. He lives in Boston. See, I knew y'all lived in cities. Good old bean town. They let gays into Boston? Are you surprised or something? <laughs> I mean, don't they set fire to witches up there? <laughs> it is pretty puritanical up there, Hallie. They don't let gay groups march in the St. Patty's Parade. Hal looks between Grayson and May. <laughs> I had a buddy up in Boston. Hated every second of it. No happy hours. Said it was like living in the Bible. A lot of happy hours out here. One or two. A lot of gays up here, Gray. One or two. I think Hallie Newman was gay. Who? <laughs> Hallie Newman! I'm sorry, you realize I'm kidding, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hilarious. Guess I just took a chance on Boston. Maybe, maybe I can run a motel if they find out I'm gay and run me out of town. <laughs> so, uh... so, where are you from, like, originally? I told you. Originally, I'm from New York. Originally, my family's from Ireland. We settled in Illinois. I grew up in Chicago. Somehow I was allowed to be gay there, or too. Or maybe Bonnie Newman was gay. <laughs> Who? Bonnie Newman! Didn't you two go to high school together? Yeah, we did. It was uh, this special boarding school out in Colorado. We met there. Oh, special like how? It was for fucked up kids. Okay, wow, man. What? We were. We were pretty fucked up, Hallie. What was wrong with you? Oh, uh... Young Miranda enters with a gravitational relativity textbook. She leafs through it absentmindedly. She's not very engrossed. You can't just ask somebody that question. Yeah, you can. No, you can't ask that. It's rude. It's presumptuous. You ask me what was wrong with my mother. I... Well. I'm not offended. Seriously. Bonnie Newman was so stupid. Sometimes I feel like she's just trying to get me to sell this place, you know? Subliminally, she never liked it here. Gotta get her into the right kind of care anyway. You're thinking so, of selling? Uh, got an offer from some lawyers. I think they represent Walmart. All hail the Mart. Yeah. <laughs> Unless we get some more customers soon, it's gonna be like our only option. May has been watching them talk, keeping her suspicious eyes on Hal. So, not dementia? She was stupid. And it wasn't even her fault! Uh, no. When, uh, what, what was going on? I don't like? know. The doctors are, this is just a ramp up. It's not the onset. She is the smartest person I know. She's brilliant. She's the smartest person in a hundred miles. Once she dragged me to this talk at the college where some visiting lecturer was talking about this new telescope that can see to the, like, 1.1 billionth light year fucking accuracy, whatever, and she interrupted the lecturer and told him that his math was wrong. Everyone thought she was just, like, a crazy person, but then he looked at the equation he had written up on the board, started laughing his ass off, and then he said that she was right. His math was wrong. He, like... Redid the whole equation in front of everybody, asked her if he got it right that time. She said yes, and then just continued, and he kept giggling and, like, looking over at her or whatever. 
She's the smartest human being I've ever met. Uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, the mind goes. <laughs> By the time I was, like, 14 or 15, she was so obsessed with, you know, time dilation or whatever that she'd forget to feed herself. She had... It's been a long road. Hal looks at Miranda. May looks at Grayson, concerned. And young Miranda looks up as if someone has just spoken to her. I finished the test, Mrs. Jackson, so I don't really see what the problem is. Bonnie Newman was definitely the gay one. Um, that's okay for people to be curious. You take care of her. Well, Bonnie Newman hadn't even finished her test, and she was throwing paper balls at me. But I had already finished the test. I was working on something else, and then, well, she shouldn't have been throwing paper balls at me. I mean, she's my mom. She was so incredibly stupid. She just doesn't like me. She thinks I'm crazy. She thinks I'm crazy because last week in the lunchroom, she was telling Stephanie that God created the earth, and I told her there's no such thing as God, and she told me I was a heathen, and I said there's no such thing as heathens either. There's only facts, and the fact is that she's the rotten skin you peel off an onion. Grayson eats. Hal watches May watching Grayson. Miranda watches the rain. I, there's nothing to like, you know, be ashamed of with your mother. I was in, I mean, I mean the school we were at was... For all intents and purposes, a psychiatric ward. I mean, basically. May. Oh. It's not my fault. She's spreading lies and on purpose. There's no such thing as God. Above the clouds, there's no sunny old man with a white mustache. There's only darkness. No, everything's fine at home. I mean, I was just so anxious that I was bordering on psychosis. <laughs> I thought the universe was going to collapse on me. I was afraid that the... <sighs> Never mind. Everything's fine, Mrs. Jackson, and I'm tired of people poking and prodding me like I'm this delicate thing that's gonna collapse at any moment. I'm just tired of this stupid town and all these stupid people. Young Miranda opens up her science textbook. She's crossed out a lot of it and has written notes in the margins. I mean, even the books we're supposed to learn from are wrong. It's just like, sometimes your brain just goes out into space and doesn't invite you with it. <laughs> I think my mom followed her brain into space a long time ago. Yeah, well, it can't fucking hurt that maybe the universe is about to end because of this thingy. It's not going to end. That's not what I thought when I was 14. <laughs> Whatever. I've been on meds since then. I go see a therapist on the Lower East Side. I'm doing a lot better now. <laughs> you probably think I'm fucking crazy now. Watching Bonnie Newman argue with Mr. Potter in science is like watching a monkey trying to prove a bear wrong about brain surgery. My mother thinks she's made out of ice. So, yeah, I don't think you're crazy. Although, I'm not super sure how you got to universe collapsing in on you, but then again, I don't know how my mother got to ice. I didn't... I didn't mean to hurt her. But her test wasn't finished, and mine was, and she was throwing paper balls at me. And I flattened out one of the pieces of paper, and she had written schizo on it. And then on another one, she had written freak. And then on another one, she had written spaz. And then on another one, well, you asked me why, Mrs. Jackson. I don't know. I was afraid of being a bad person, of being responsible for bad things. I think I thought I was going to be so bad, I was going to make everything and everyone else just turn into nothingness. You can't be nothingness. Everyone starts and stares at Miranda. She turns around and looks at May. 
Even in a vacuum, there's something. Well, what do you do now? I work at a marketing consulting office. I'm their graphic designer. I market the marketing consultants. Well, I, I wasn't going to respond. I wasn't going to do anything. But then she whispered to me that she was going to pray for me, and I told her to save her fucking prayers, and then she spit into my hair. So I stood up and smacked her across the head. No, I just smacked her. No, I just smacked her. I didn't use a lighter. No, I would never use a lighter. I, I would never do that. Well, the nurse is wrong. The nurse is wrong. It wasn't a burn. Not from fire, anyway. I just smacked her. It wasn't a burn from fire. It was an ice burn. It was. It was an ice burn. That's kind of cool. It's not. It's selling out. Why? It's corporate. They do marketing for, like, oil mongers, people who kill polar bears. They get paid by the baddies, by fucking pipeline people. Well, put a warm compress on it and see if it does anything to her. Mrs. Jackson, how could I have burned her with fire into the shape of my hand? How could I have done that? A lot of people here work for Pipeline. Yeah, well, I guess I do too. Pipeline's good money in this town. Good money and good pollution is the key to success. I've well, always said that. Well, it was nice fucking that. money for me too, Grayson, but it made a lot of our friends stop talking to me. Oh well. They were all uptight anyway. Those aren't your only clients, Maymay. She's being really modest. She was nominated for an award last year. That's cool. I didn't really even do anything. It was an iceberg. I'm sure that's not true. It is. As the three of them speak, the magazines on the side tables behind them and the mouse from the computer on the desk begin to drift upwards and float above their heads. Only young Miranda notices. She becomes momentarily distracted and watches the magazines, utterly confused. Come on, May It was, May. look, it was this stupid thing they give out at design conferences. It's literally the lowest of the lows. It's totally the bone they throw people working corporate gigs, and I didn't even win it. May, could you stop imposter syndroming all over the place for a second and take pride Hallie, in your I goddamn achievements? I didn't win the award. The lights surge, and then the power goes out. The magazines and computer mouse drop. May, Hal, and Grayson look up in alarm. Miranda turns around and looks at where the magazines have just dropped. Young Miranda looks back forward suddenly. Wires crossed, right? That, that's, uh, hold on. I'll be right back. Grayson exits. May rounds on Hal. What? You're such a fucker. Do you know that? Such a fucker. Well, Mrs. Jackson, if I knew that, then I don't think you and I would be having this conversation because I could just give you an answer now, couldn't I? I don't know. My body just runs cold. I'm just... My hands are cold, I suppose. I don't feel cold. I feel hot all the time. I've been... feeling weird lately. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm positive that I'm in a different body. And then I realize I'm stuck in this hot meat flap, and I just... I keep having these dreams where I'm exploding and coming back together. Like something's crashed into me, but then this big, like, big, thick pull or something just brings me right back together. Yesterday I felt it at dinner. I, I felt the pull, but I, I wasn't dreaming. I mean, I, I wasn't asleep. <laughs> I sound crazy. You think I'm crazy. Um... The dream started a, maybe a few years ago. 
I don't know why. I don't know why Bonnie Newman has a burn mark in the shape of my hand on her head, but I did not use a match. I did not burn her. I just smacked her across the head because she's an insulting ignoramus, and I'm pretty sure she'd choke on air if her body didn't pump it for her. What are you writing down? What are you writing? I, I really didn't. I, I really only smacked her. Don't write anything bad. I, I'm not crazy. I, I'm just dreaming about ice, that's all. Tanara Kalem and directed by Krista Thorpe. Audio engineering by Josh Hartman, with thanks to Mike First and Triforce Audio. Act 1, Scene 3 featured the voices of Lisbeth Bartlett, Grayson Emery, Annie Fang, Drew Carroll, Linnea Bond, Simon Kiley, and Meg Rumsey Lasserson. This podcast production was made possible by the City of Philadelphia's Office of Arts, Culture, and the Creative Economy and the Philadelphia Cultural Fund. Presented by Lupine Performance Cooperative.